astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Well, first, we want to say very happy birthday to all of our Taurus friends that are listening. Oh, I can't believe we're in Taurus already. I know. Oh, my gosh. It seems to go by so fast when it's like, oh, we're just planning the next sign for our talk. Yeah. Uh, Before we get into our talk today, we do just want to remind everyone that we're about two weeks away from launching our Mom and Me Astrology Academy, where you can learn astrology from us. Um, It's in a very similar manner to the podcast, where it's both of us bantering back and forth, uh, but there will be PowerPoint slides, images, um, so you can follow along as well as worksheets. You know, and this is providing such a background that you can apply this information with any gosh your friends your partners you can go back and look at your parents you Mm -hmm. know and just understand them a little bit more I mean I've I've got some real eye-opening awareness just looking back oh you know and I'm in my late 60s and looking back and thinking like oh my god now I see my parents from this perspective or this lens really is insightful so there's a lot of self-growth yeah, well, even looking back at our own charts, because I'll look back at oh. my charts at some significant dates that I've had in my life. Like, okay, what was going on mm-hmm. where I could, you know, I'm doing it from a learning experience so I can tell other clients when they go through it. But right. Then I think, oh my gosh, oh, I had all this going on. No wonder, you know, everything No wonder was... you were doing what you were doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that will Oh, be... you know, I've never shared this. Maybe I have. But yeah, there was a key, couple key points in your life that I was so lost as to what to do to help you or to at least, you know, stay neutral with everything that was going on. And uh, that's, I learned so much astrology during that time because I started delving into your chart. And I actually learned the whole thing about progressing that sun. Oh, really? That really was the, that came out of it. And when I saw the degree you were under, it it just to the T described what you were going through, what what was happening. And then it made me I don't know why I say I call it a pacifier on some level. Mm-hmm. It means all is well in this world, yeah. right? Yeah. Anyhow, it's well, I remember amazing. when like the first time then you got to talk to someone about that specific degree and you're mm-hmm. like, I nailed it. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I, I knew you it do because it I'm, yes, exactly. <laughs> and they couldn't believe it that yeah. I was so, you know, like that's okay. This is what's going to happen, and you know, you're going to go through it. Yep. Yeah. Anyhow, but go ahead. But anyhow, that's key information. Key information, you know, you know, even if your expectation is not to become a professional astrologer, right? There is so much to be learned yes. about yourself yep. through astrology. Yep. So that will be launching Mother's Day weekend. Of course, we'll be promoting it on social media. You'll be able to access it through uh, my website. Um, so we're really excited to roll that out. It's something that we've been working on really hard behind the scenes. So. Yes. Definitely excited to share that knowledge, um, especially too with just everyone that's requested classes and information or books where do you start (laughs) right this is a great place to start it is so with that said let's dive into the second sign of the zodiac taurus Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think I usually just start with a few just basic things about it. Our Taurus, it's a, um, it's an earth sign. Very earthy. And it is ruled by the planet Venus. Venus, yes. And by the way, um, the moon loves Taurus. So if anyone has a moon, natal moon in Taurus, that's, I don't want to say it's a guarantee, but it's pretty much considered a wealth builder. Yeah. Somebody who does acquire security in their life. And generally it's money, but it can be through land or things of that nature as well. But it's a very nice uh, placement. Absolutely. Um, everything, too, that we say today, you know, these are some very general mm-hmm. topic uh, statements we'll say about Taurus. Of course, looking at your chart and seeing how your sun or your moon is aspected by other planets will give some more sure, color to it. it. Um, but we're going to just go through some Taurus traits. Well, you know, I want to talk about first about the idea of their symbol, a bull, mm-hmm. which that's so misleading. Right. Because <laughs> they're huge animals, right? Yep. And we think of them as pretty much, well, I always think of Ferdinand the bull. Yeah. You know, that image of someone in grass and clover and not wanting to get up and go anywhere. I'm just enjoying myself. You know, someone who really enjoys the good side of life, the sensual side. But there's another side of the bull, of, and it's associated with Mexican bullfighting mm-hmm. and the idea that you you can irritate the bull. You can flash the red cape, and all of a sudden the bull somehow gets mad, and now it's going to charge you. It's a, it's you understand. It's such a dramatic opposite of we see this bull as a kind of a slow-moving animal, fixed, fixed, right, right earthy, fixed. exactly, yeah. not moving. Then all of a sudden it goes into this rage, which that is an underside. Mm-hmm. I want to point out that's a little underside of Taurus. They do come across as very um, calm, uh, you know, maybe even not, maybe not necessarily chatty even, so to speak, that they just uh, kind of absorb what's going on around them. And they like the good life, I think. Yeah. I think that's a pretty safe thing for all Tauruses. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Um, so they love consistency. Mm-hmm. Right? So we talk, we talk about Taurus being a fixed sign. We talk about the bull, you know, so we... They like the stability of things. They like the predictability of things. And it's possible because of that, that they might stay in relationships or in their job a little bit longer um, if it guarantees that stability or predictability. It is. It's a tough one to crack there because we all know it's difficult sometimes if we have a high-paying job and we're unhappy, okay, are we willing to trade off that risk of walking away from that money? So there may be a tendency to hang in there a little bit longer than maybe somebody else who might say, that's it, I'm out of here. So they may tolerate circumstances. Right. So, so that's only if there's some material stability. Yeah. We, we could use marriages as an example. Of course. But marriage is financially stable, might be really challenging for Tauruses to leap out there, so to speak. Right. Now, if it's unstable, meaning, you know, a lot of unemployment and issue money issues, well, of course they'll leave because that's not what they're into. That's not what they're seeking at all. Right. So we can look at Princess Grace of Monaco. Yeah. Um, this is a different example because she wasn't a Taurus, but right. she had Taurus sitting on her seventh house of partnerships. Right. We all have some Taurus in her chart someplace. We do. Right. Yes. Um, so, you know, she probably tolerated a lot in that relationship. Yes, yes. She had signed a prenup saying that if she ever would divorce um, the prince, that she would lose custody to the kids. So she signed that, 
in exchange, she was a princess, <laughs> had a lot of perks there and benefits, but she was trapped mm-hmm. on the other side. And that's a classic thing. Where, where Taurus is at is where you're apt to try to maintain at all costs, generally, in your chart, wherever it would fall. So you might think, how do I know if I have Taurus on my seventh? If you mm-hmm. are a Scorpio rising, Taurus would naturally then fall on your seventh house. Yes, that would be one clue. Um, I think they also like to um, align themselves with like authority figures. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean people in power necessarily, but like they can show up to places and they like to know people. Yes. Or they make a point to be extending their hand to get to know people. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that series? The Bar, Everyone Knows Your Name. Oh, Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that yeah. would be a great example that they like a cheers thing that they, the bartender knows me by name. Yeah. Again, it's just power within the place. So the bartender would be a person of influence within the bar. Yeah. They know my name. They know what I'd like. And they might give me an extra olive or two or something of that nature. You know, the little perks that go with that. Yeah, this gets really mundane sometimes. Either the checker at the grocery store or, you know, knowing somebody who knows somebody and you think you've got some status because you're hanging out with the person who knows the person. It gets kind of silly sounding when we say it out loud, but it uh, they really like that. Yeah, there's of... different ways of doing it. They might like love, lo- love living in smaller communities because they're kind of known within that development that they're mm-hmm. living in or community that they're living in. But there's an association with the I know who I know. Mm-hmm. And that's protection is what it is. Right. Stability. How many people say, I'm going to, you know, I know, I know a lawyer and I'm going to call my lawyer, yeah, that type <laughs> of thing. That's a protection thing. They use it to exert themselves that I'm protected. I'm insulated. You can't bully me, so to speak. True. But I do think Tauruses, they do like to, they, they're, they're builders by nature. They like to build things. And again, not necessarily construction wise. But they like to leave something behind. So it gets into sometimes just a legacy issue. I want to leave money behind. I want to celebrate a legacy. I want to be known. So I'm going to be thinking about things I can leave my grandchildren so they remember me. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, I think when you think of Taurus, people automatically, I think it's associated with you know, people sitting in robes and they have cucumbers on their eyes and they're just taking it easy. Right. That's yeah. the easy way to like just make a stab, I'll say, like at a Taurus. Mm-hmm. So there is, I, I do think that there is a love of luxury when we look oh, at I totally agree. And I want to say, you know, guys are Tauruses as well. Right. So this luxury can be as I, I want, I have my impeccable garage or I have a major collection of something that is very important. Again, for many of us, yes, it's the spa, yeah. it's expensive things, but you always have to include the guys in this as well. Of course. When we talk about luxury, too, that could just be sensual experiences, so music. Oh, yes. Uh, we could talk about the cosmetic counter, you know, mm-hmm. like the little mm-hmm. lipsticks and things. Um, and I think we talked about this actually last year on a live when we talk about Tauruses. They either love the beauty counter yeah. or they love nature. Right. There's two different types of luxury. It's not just that spa um, image that's portrayed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think the uh, that that's, that setness that we spoke about with the Taurus, they may have be challenged for people that all of a sudden flip on them. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that all of a sudden used to do this and now they don't like it anymore. They, they may have, they might see that as a betrayal almost. Yeah, they like to lock, maybe lock you in. Yes. Oh, but you said. Yes, right. Or last year we did this. Now, why this year is it not? Yeah. Is it not right? So that's, you know, again, that's just the predictableness. You know, any of the earth signs are associated kind of with flat earth. The idea that you can see for miles and miles, predictability. Yeah. So depending on, um, well, actually maybe one more, just that the, the need for downtime. Yeah. I mean, that kind of goes into that luxury, but it could just be that they have a great chair that they love to sit in. They love to putter around in the garden. And it can be dropping off the social radar. I need to, you know, or I'm dropping off Facebook, you know, I'm obviously I need to get away or I'm not, I'm not doing anything social quiet time. So they do need that. Yeah. Hiking, mm-hmm. sitting at home, drinking a cocktail, watching landscaping, things right. that allow them to, like you said, get off the radar. Yeah. So because it's hard to just classify everyone into yes. just 12 signs, we do want to just break down Taurus into three different sections. So if you know the degree that your sun or moon sits at, uh, within Taurus, it's great. We will also give the approximate dates. These can shift. Of course, you need to get your chart done just to be absolutely sure. It could be a day off is what we're trying to say here. So April 20th to April 30th. April 30th. Um, Or if you're a zero to 10 degree Taurus. We're saying the same thing. It's just two different ways of saying it. So April 20th to April 30th, your birthday falls in that region. Then, you know, you could be more stubborn, more fixed maybe than the other Tauruses. Yeah. But there's also a very strong need to be artistic, to be creative. Yes. Um, and I think that they, they'd be very motivated or maybe a more, I'll say more pliable when they're in love. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're very motivated to be in love. To be in and love. when you're more motivated to be in love, generally are more, again, tolerant, pliable, whatever word you want to use there. Um, I would also say that maybe there's a some sense of uh, uh, they need need a lot of reassurance. They need a lot of reassurance that first April 20th to April 30th. Well, and that could even be like if you're friends with a Taurus or you know Taurus friends and you're like, they're not like that, but you see them in relationships and they're totally different. But that could be that need. That's a trick, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How people are as individually and then how they are once they're in a partnership. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be bad. It can be great, but it could just you could see a big difference between. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. maybe that's mm-hmm. where they feel more comfortable. Um, when you look to ten to twenty degrees of Taurus, mm-hmm. um, so that would be May first to May tenth. Right. Um, you're ruled by Mercury, mm-hmm. so there's a little bit more intellect that comes into this right. degree. Right. Uh, and maybe it's it's not doesn't sound like a favorable word, but discrimination. Okay. You're discriminating. You might be more pickier between a pale blue versus a mm. coral or turquoise blue, you know what I mean, so to speak. The idea is there's a difference there, and you'd be more discriminating. So they have like a keener eye? Could be, a yeah. Keener, keener okay. eye, keener taste buds. I mean, okay. it's, a, it's a sensing thing. So, again, it doesn't have to be the eye. It could be the taste buds. It could be just uh, design in general. They're so more higher taste. More, more intellectual, okay. more discriminative okay. in how they're going to spend their time, how they're going to spend their money. Okay. And again, this doesn't mean they fall in the traditional things that we all think. Oh, I want a nicer car. I want a nicer address. No, it could be very, they could be collecting plants 
and they're very discriminative about the type of orchid, like they grow orchids only. Oh, yeah. Right? They're discriminative. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, collections always kind of is in the background of tours. That's concept of maybe being into collect. collections. Yeah. Um, the 10 to 20 degree Tauruses are also, I think, very, very sociable, um, very adaptable, mm-hmm. maybe more so than um, some of the other Taurus degrees. So I think they like to bring people together. Mm-hmm. And because it's ruled by Mercury, it's, you know, it's like saying that you're, you have some air. Yes. You're like an air sign Taurus. Yes, right. <laughs> um, the last set is in 20 to 30 degrees. So this is if you're born May 11th to May 20th. Here you're ruled um, by Saturn. And, and this, this is generally the more, um, the person who's more conscious of money, right? Of who has it, how to align with them. Again, it's great in the business world. Yeah, right? it can make you very successful. It can make you very, because you, you align with people that have money or people who have money to buy what you're selling, mm-hmm. right? Or to build a very uh, strong company financially. Uh, it's an ambitious energy. It's a very, it's ambitious. I get this one word that kind of stings, I think, when we see it. And the word is stingy. Okay. I don't like that word in yeah. general yeah. Um, because it, it doesn't mean someone's stingy across the board, but there may be times where they're going like, I can't help you, but you know, I need to take care of myself. So it could come across if you're, if you're the one needing help, you might say, well, they're very stingy, right? but you could be a good friend with a person. You wouldn't see them as stingy, but if you were, you know, uh, cause they could be generous on small things. They could be great savers. Right, great savers. And, and maybe that could come off like, oh, they never go out, like, but they're, you know, they're investing money or they're, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that goes over just some of the overview things that we want to talk about with Taurus. So let's start talking about some famous Taurus. Famous Tauruses. Yeah. Okay, and maybe a little insight to what's going on. Yeah, so we're actually going to start with Las Vegas. The city. The city of the Las city Vegas. The city of Las Vegas is, is a Taurus. Yes. Yep. So I think it's May 15th. I think May 15th is the birthday. I forget. We were looking at their chart. At the I think chart it's last May 15th. Year. Yeah. Um, so Uranus, which is kind of a chaotic, unpredictable planet. Awakening. Awakening. We oftentimes. Yep. Moved into Taurus in 2018. So we're taking you back, but it spends about seven years here. So um, 2018 it moved in. It's not moving until 2024. Right. So we're kind of in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Uranus is in Taurus, we would say, gosh, there should be some quick changing identities with Taurus in particular. Of course, we can look at some other ones, but because we're just talking about Taurus today, let's. Right. So first of all, let's just say that all Tauruses, Uranus has been in Taurus since 2018. And Uranus is a catapulting energy. Mm-hmm. And I always think of the old circus or acrobats where you have a fulcrum and someone jumps on one side and the other person goes flying through the air right. and lands on the other side of the arena or something like that. It catapults individuals and shakes their lives in ways that maybe they dreamt of it, but they never, you know, it's like, oh my God, it's happening. And it usually happens rather quickly. Yeah. So we, that's a general statement we could say about all Tauruses. That they've been in a while, some, there's some big lifestyle changes that are occurring that already have occurred. Yes. And that will continue. Yes. To okay. 2024. Okay. But Las Vegas is a Taurus, so we thought it'd be interesting 
because obviously we live here mm-hmm. and we're seeing this catapulting energy within the city. Right. I mean, the pandemic shut the city down. Yeah. So that was real. You know, that was like going from, we were raging. You know, we were doing super well, I would say, mm-hmm. prosperity-wise, the city was. Yep. Then all of a sudden it dropped. Yes. Drastically. Yeah. Well, I think Uranus um, rules like a, a technology, lights. We talk about like the lightning bolt with yes, Uranus. Yeah. So a lot of our Tauruses might feel like they're having lightning bolt experiences. Oh, it just happened overnight. Like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Um and just all the lights that have gone into place. Because I feel like New York's always had like big right, of course. billboards. Yeah, sure. And we've had, I mean, decent ones. But now you look at, I think Palms kind of kicked it off with that big LED. I don't know if it's LED, but screen that goes down the side of the building. And then we saw Circa come in. Now we're seeing Resorts Worlds go up. I mean, you can see that screen. These screens are beyond... I don't even can't even grasp the, how big they are. Yeah, because I can see them from I don't even know where I was, but I was. Ten, and they're 10, on the outside. Plus. Let's face it; these are on the outside of the building, so they're fabricated on the, the perimeter, the skin of the building. Yes. And there's all these images. Yeah, and even that dome. I don't know if that is still in the works with that dome. That's supposed to be a completely LED screen that you can yeah, blend yeah, in with the background. Built. Okay. I think the biggest thing has been this. Um, this was really radical. Uh, this uh, Elon Musk's uh, boring company it's called and they actually did a a tunnel they did a tunnel in less than a year and it's servicing the convention center connecting to far campuses uh, closer to each other now and uh, I mean incredible amount of money like 47 million dollars but it has Tesla cars running in this tunnel so it's not like a trolley it's Tesla cars you're getting into it's that wild. are being driven through this tunnel, I think self-driven, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and uh, getting people back and forth, and it's a, like a minute trip or something like that. Really, really edgy stuff. Yeah. We're even seeing um, Area 15 opened here during the pandemic. Obviously, Las Vegas is known for Area 51, right. so this is Area 15, um, and it's a huge, huge warehouse of just art installations. It all has to do with... Uh, well, it doesn't all have to do with, but one of the big things is lighting, how lighting is used um, throughout the place. Uh, but again, very edgy, very different. So we're just seeing... It's, it's very edgy. I mean, I, I haven't been there yet. You've been there. You've seen it. But it's hard to describe what's it's going on hard. there. Yeah. It's very, um, it's, it's a very sophisticated schematic of lights that take you in many physical directions as you explore this space. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. simple way of That's, saying it. Yeah. But the point is, Uranus is in Taurus. So we've gone from business was grand, and then it went to nothing. Like a lightning bolt. Now and it's now nothing. it's surging back up surging again. Like crazy. And with all these new developments that have made it, well, oh, and then just the teams, oh, the right. professional teams that have come in. That's very Uranian. Yeah, Uranus rules teams, groups. So we saw the Golden Knights come in, which I think that might have been... 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm, Has it been that long already? I think I they've think only so. been seasons. Oh, about three seasons, right? Yeah, yeah right. 
uh, to yeah. So the Golden Knights, we obviously acquired the Raiders. We have a professional baseball team coming in. Or I, I've heard some it's rumors that okay. I'm not sure of. Okay. Um, and then the last thing, just not to keep boasting about our town. <laughs> no. Um. Well, we're very much where we went through, and we are suffering. I mean, there is some suffering. There I'm is. Sim, sorry. I'm saying we collectively. Yeah. There's many aspects of our population that is that are still suffering. Yeah. Um, right. Besides yeah. the obvious from the pandemic, but the employment has yes. definitely shifted. Yeah. Um, but if we talk about climate, Las Vegas, we won another award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not the type you want. I know. But... The fastest warming city. So the temperatures have risen um, over five degrees since 1970. Yeah. So again, another... Uranus. Yeah. You know, just for, just as an that's example. A lot, I mean, that's a lot of degrees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just as an example, Uranus was involved when we saw the snow dropping in Texas. Again, that's right? right. Very that's unpredictable. Right. How would the you breeze. have? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's enough about Las Vegas. Let's talk about, um, so anyways, the reason we talked about that is because Uranus, sorry, Tauruses, look at your life since 2018. And you're living it. So it's possible that you feel like it's normal, but I'm assuming people have been telling you, what are you doing? Is that age appropriate? That's crazy. I didn't know you did this. Were you scared? (laughs) It's even budding interest, interest that you never had before. And all of a sudden you're interested in, you know, something else, even astrology. Oh, I'm interested in astrology. Astrology is Uranian. It's a complex way of thinking. Um, yeah. So there's, it's just fun that all Tauruses have been going through this, and, and Las Vegas, I think, was quite is quite the epitome of it. Absolutely. So let's talk about um, Jupiter moving into Pisces. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we did. I think we did an episode just on on Jupiter and where it's moving. But for Tauruses, it's moving into your eleventh house. So particularly strong May through July of this year. It will come back later in the year, but just because these months are coming up just you can mark your calendars that this should be really good for um money opportunities right so financial opportunities maybe there's a raise involved maybe there's extra commissions uh, maybe you're just very busy and great for supporting new friends mm-hmm. new groups of people mm-hmm. great for like your community i'll say right and i think there's two tauruses that are in the news right now that we should nod to number one being queen elizabeth yes and of course i suspect there will be a lot of attention on her of how what is unrolling here because right how that void is going to affect her life how the loss of her husband and the being the queen is this a window well now she'll i guess 95 what she's turning was going to be the date they were going to reassess what she was oh. going to do and now that her husband has passed this has to be momentous for us and the racy the racy story, Jupiter amplifies. Jupiter um, amplifies whatever's going on in your life. Generally, we associate it with for the better, which is, you know, this is difficult to say in the course of a death because Jupiter often is very strong when people are passing because mm-hmm. if we believe in the idea they're going someplace better, better. right? Yeah. We, we, spiritually, we certainly like to think that. But we have Matt Getz, the uh, Florida um, representative, from Congress to mm-hmm. Congress, um, you know he's in a little bit of a pickle, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's that Uranus bringing out the extremes in person's life. He was a well-respected Repu- uh, Republican uh, congressman who got reelected very easily, 
came into power right in that 2018 window, rose to great power, and now his reputation is really getting beat up with the investigation that's going on with uh, uh, sex trafficking or you know sex with minors. Uh, uh, so that one is a story to watch. Right. So I had mentioned about Jupiter moving into Pisces, but because it's retrograding, Jupiter has been in Aquarius. It's squaring the Taurus. So yeah. there should be there should be attention on the Tauruses. It should be amplifying their presence, amplifying their activity. Of course, Jupiter can be very great. Where can you're be thinking, very good if you got a deal going or trying to cement a deal. Yes, it can be very good financially. Yeah, or even just bringing luck or feeling like I'm in love. I have, you know, mm-hmm. everything's great mm-hmm. right now. Um, but it amplifies what's at hand. Yes. Well, it's, kind of the, the seeds you've sown. Yeah. You could say it that way. That's a good way to say it. You know, so that's where if you're working on something, I, I would be quite optimistic for Tauruses in general. But, you know, if you've been doing things that are really you shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. It gets, okay, now everyone gets to see that about you being amplified it's being amplified yep. so there's a tension there's a spotlight on you um so it will be very interesting to see what happens here in the next few months with right. queen elizabeth and matt Getz. yes any final thoughts that you want to throw in for taurus i like tauruses yeah you know i find them to be very uh you know easygoing i'm a scorpio so they they real compatible with my sign yeah, absolutely <laughs> Well, thank you so much for um, listening in today, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.